I'm Cassidy. I'm Emma. And, and this, this is, is Ain't Doing Right. ADR is a phrase usually reserved for veterinary medicine, but certainly applicable to the world at large. This podcast consists of our opinions on articles and stories collected from the people of the internet, our inboxes, and our everyday lives. These people ain't doing right, and neither are we. No, this isn't for episode six. This is in case we Uh, do. Okay. (laughs) Not good. Not good then. Oh my god. We're the worst. We're really bad at intros and outros. Allowed us to do this. Okay, so we're back for part two of episode five five, Mm -hmm. uh, because it was way too long and we had to do some tweaking and split it up into two episodes so that you guys didn't have to sit here for well over an hour and a half. So we'll just get right into. Where we left off. Yeah. All right, so I'm really excited about my internet mishaps because I was look. I want to try right. to rotate. I don't want to try to find like the same kind of things. Like one star reviews, yeah. Craigslist ads. Like every time I want new and fresh content, and it's kind of proven to be difficult. I've been trying to do the same thing, but yeah. Craigslist has so much material. They do that yeah. it's hard. And like I did try and do some one star reviews, and I didn't find any that I was really in love with. But yeah. I agree with you. Trying to rotate some. Yeah, so I stumbled upon AI bot scripts. So if you've ever, and I know I talked to you about this, Mm -hmm. and if you've ever seen AI anything, like stories, it's basically where people are like, oh, I made a bot watch thousands of hours of Seinfeld, and Mm -hmm. this is a script it came out with. And I don't know if these things are real, or if like people are just making them up. I don't care because they're hilarious anyway. Mm -hmm. I've read ones about like, oh, it watched hours of Trump and Biden like debates, and this is what it came up with. And it's so funny. Mine are scripts. So this is the first one. I have four. The first one is an Olive Garden commercial. Okay. They're so funny, and I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it, and I know my laugh is really loud and obnoxious, I'm not going to be able to make it through these without laughing there, gold. Okay, so you know how, like, a play script is, and it's, like, interior, living Mm -hmm. room, you know? Okay, so interior, Olive Garden restaurant. A group of friends laughs at a dinner table. A waitress comes to deliver what could be considered food. Waitress, pasta nachos for you. We see the pasta nachos. They're warm and defeated. Friend one, the menu is here. Waitress, lasagna wings with extra Italy. We see the lasagna wings. There's more Italy than necessary. (laughs) Friend two, I shall eat Italian citizens. Waitress, unlimited stick. We see the unlimited stick. It is infinite. It is all. (laughs) It is all. Friend three, leave without me. I'm home. Waitress, gluten classico from the kitchen. We see the gluten classico. We believe the waitress that it is from the kitchen. We have no reason not to believe. Friend four says nothing. Friend one, what is wrong, friend four? Friend four says nothing. Friend two, friend four, what is wrong, friend four? Friend four smiles wide. Her mouth is full of secret soup. Ew. Oh my god. <laughs> Announcer, wet voice. Olive Garden. When you're here, you're here. <laughs> I mean, it's, you're not wrong. It is reminiscent of a time at Olive Garden, it is. is it not? It is. <laughs> it's like you're there. 
too much Italy. Friend four is creepy though. Friend four is creepy. No, if I would be friends with friend four anymore no. after the secret soup, but uh, no secret soup. <laughs> I don't know. I read that and I was like literally trying to find. I was I was so stressed about it, like trying to find better content or mm-hmm. different content for yeah. this segment, and I was like laying in bed and we're about to go to sleep and Matt's like you know trying to sleep and I'm over here like cackling to myself about these because I think they're so funny so the next one is Antiques Roadshow oh I love myself some Antiques Roadshow me too this is very funny okay interior fat building tens of people walk around refusing to live in the present we see an old lady talk to an appraiser the old lady carries a pile of bones in a plastic bag Old lady, my grandfather gave me these bones before he stopped giving me things. They are the Civil War's bones. (laughs) Appraiser, are you sure? (laughs) Old lady, I am old. The appraiser tastes a bone as expected. (laughs) Appraiser, just what I thought. These are not the Civil War's bones. Old lady, grandfather will pay for his lies. (laughs) Appraiser, these bones are better. Old lady, grandfather will pay for his truths. (laughs) Appraiser, these are the bones of the Titanic. Old lady, the famous water truck. Appraiser, they are worth more than you can imagine. The old lady imagines nine (laughs) dollars. Appraiser continued, these bones are worth 53.17. The old lady jumps for joy. She never lands. The Civil War's bones are still missing. This matters. Some of it's almost like poetry. (laughs) She jumps for joy. She never lands. Oh my god. And I'm so glad you're laughing because I was like, these are kind of right up your alley of humor. They're very funny. Like, the old lady imagines $9. (laughs) Grandfather will pay for his lies. They're so good. Okay, maybe I had five. It doesn't matter. Um... Maybe I had six. That's a lot. I'm sorry. They're funny. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Interior parking lot. Guy Fieri sits in a convertible. He looks like America. (laughs) Guy Fieri. I'm Guy Fieri, and there's nothing you can do about it. Today, I'm eating it all. Guy takes a bite out of his hair. Interior diner's kitchen. Guy and chef stand in the kitchen. Guy has three pairs of sunglasses on. The sun can't get him. (laughs) Guy Fieri. Prove to me you can panini. The chef starts boiling a pot of milk. He's scared. Chef, flavor town is near. Guy points at an onion with a slippery finger. That's one ugly clam. Interior diner's eating room. A customer sits and eats a cup of mustard. Guy sits down without asking. Guy Fieri, I will live as a food. I am food. Customer, be a pie. Guy acts like a pie. The customers aren't concerned. Guy Fieri, I'm Pie Fieri. It's my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) The chef comes out of the kitchen with a cake for Guy. Guy Fieri continued. The clams just keep getting uglier. I'm just going to keep going. I know, but they're so funny. Here's the next one. Undercover boss. Exterior factory. The boss stands outside of the factory. He is not undercover. Boss, my name is Cinnabon Hooters, and I'm the king of Twizzlers. I'm sick of my workers knowing me. (laughs) The boss adds extra eyebrows. He is now undercover. (laughs) Interior Twizzler factory. We see a conveyor belt full of hot Twizzler meat. (laughs) Female. An employee lady shoves meat into bags. The cover undercover boss watches. Nobody knows he's actually himself. Boss, how long have you haunted this factory? Female. 56 years. I have eight children. Four boys and four boys. All girls. <laughs> the math ain't mathin' on that. 
<laughs> boss, me too. I am just like you, worker. The boss touches some of the Twizzler meat with his face, but it's too hot. His extra eyebrows melt off. Female, you are the big man. Everyone at the factory turns and looks at the man. Female is right. He is big. Everyone, you have much to explain. Boss, from now on, this factory will be safer. No more pain. No more bugs with knives. No more lunch deaths. Everyone claps. Lunch deaths had been getting bad. Boss continued with face melting. Capitalism will heal me and us all. No more bugs with knives? No more bugs with knives, apparently. <laughs> that wasn't a problem, though. Not as much a problem as the lunch deaths. <laughs> no, maybe the bugs with knives were causing the lunch deaths. It's a possibility. You know? Home alone. Interior, the alone home. A family leaves the home bringing Christmas to France. They forget Kevin, the boy that is hard to remember. Apparently. <laughs> Kevin, my fifth filthy animal family left. I am singular. I will scream at mirrors. Harry and Marv, the moist thieves, think the home is alone. Home is not alone. Kevin is home alone. The alone home is not alone with Kevin, his home alone. They break into the home alone, alone together. Harry, we will steal things to have them. Kevin has prepared boob traps in case of this. A can of pain swings from the ceiling and hits Harry on his pesci. You know, pesci. His, yeah, because he was Joel Pesci. Joel pesci. <laughs> oh, tickled me. It hits Harry on his pesci. <laughs> Uh, Marv, home is not alone. Cans are home. Marv enters the home but slips on the marbles on the floor. He lands on a can of Pepsi. His moistness increases. <laughs> Kevin, hello, jerk horses. I will defend my loneliness. I have a can of spiders from New York City. Kevin stands over them. He holds a spider can. The spider can holds a plane ticket. It has traveled far. Harry, kid, your family is bad to you. Let us steal you. Be a wet guy like us. Kevin thinks of his family. It has 29 kids, and they are mean with unfortunate girlfriends. Marv gets up gets up and grabs Kevin. Marv, now I heard a child. Kevin prays. God does not remember Kevin, so he does not help. A lady made of pigeons flies into the home. Harry, what is that? Steal it. Marv drops Kevin to steal the lady made of pigeons. Kevin opens a can of matches. He lights it on a spider. I will dry you, wet guy. He throws the match. Marv explodes into flames because Pepsi is cold gasoline. The home is extremely not alone. You can play a drinking game with how many times home and alone were to said in that. You probably would. Okay. <laughs> it's very long. This is the last one. 90 Day Fiance. Interior airport. A man of America, Kyle, Ohio, waits for his fiance to stop being a plane. He holds a sign. I greet my foreign wife. Kyle, Ohio. A cornea has 90 day visa. We must wed or she will be flung back to her home country of Chernobyl. <laughs> Kyle's fiance, a cornea, steps into America. She is shocked by culture. Culture is electricity. It is owned by Ben Franklin. Kyle, Ohio, continued. I think she is here. Finally, we will Skype in person. Kyle waves and a cornea walks to him. Kyle kisses her luggage. A cornea, hello, I am three months. Kyle stares at her. He does not look like any picture ever. Kyle, Ohio. I am Kyle. We spoke online. I am a groom. Nice to meet and marry you. Acornia. Do we live here with the planes? Kyle, Ohio. I wish it were. We live inside my parents. They are enraged that we are engaged. Do you love me, lady? Acornia. My English is running low. <laughs> Kyle and Acornia exit the airport. Kyle's parents, Dan and female Dan, are in the parking lot having Thanksgiving. <laughs> Kyle, Ohio. This is my fancier accordion. Dan and female Dan are skeptical of someone loving Kyle. Dan, 
You marry my son to be a citizen, I bet. Do you turn your visa into green MasterCard? I'm suing your wedding. Kyle, Ohio. Dad, eat your Thanksgiving. Dan the dad stomachs a pumpkin. Now you see the show's second couple, an American man planning to marry a Swedish fish. <laughs> Swedish fish? Yes. I don't know. I just thought they were friggin' hilarious. I wanted to read more, but I was like, I'll come back to this, like, a few episodes down sure, the road. Because there's rotate. so many out there. I found, like, a whole account of, like, just bought scripts. And they're, I don't know. They, t- they, they hit for me. Yeah. Some of them do hit. Because it gives the vibe of what actually it's supposed to be. Yeah. But it's so ridiculous. You just can't. Which I've it. never watched 90 Day Fiance. You haven't? Mm-mm. Oh, no. But I, I, I've seen enough commercials to get the gist. Yeah. All right. Am I the asshole? I'll go first. Mine's, okay. I feel like mine's pretty straightforward. Like, you can't... I don't know. There's a lot of detail, but I feel like it's kind of unanimous who the asshole is here, but... Am I the asshole? Raw chicken in sync debate. Am I the asshole? I for... saw this one. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. You didn't use it. I didn't read it and I didn't use it. Okay. And even if you read it. Am I the asshole for putting raw chicken in the sink? My roommate recently sent me a text asking if a raw piece of chicken sitting in the sink was mine. <laughs> Four person unit, two others living in it besides us. I got back to the department and I did explain that it was mine and that I didn't want to throw it away because it would smell over time. The garbage had also just been taken out. I also explained that there are dishes in the sink, so I couldn't put it down the garbage disposal at the time. Not my dishes. Note that it was a small, maybe two-inch diameter piece. My roommate does not have sensitivities to meat of any kind and cooks meats of various types, including chicken, regularly. Also note that the chicken had been in the sink for about 24 to 48 hours, and that's how long it took for the dishes to be cleared. I told her that when the dishes were cleared out, I would take care of it and run the disposal as well as wash the sink, which is what I normally do. She stated that this didn't seem like a good idea to her and that we should instead try to bag it and throw it away for fear of the sink smelling. I told her that I had already wrapped up and tied the bag slash containers that came in from the store to save counter space. We have a small kitchen and I didn't want to waste another bag or open the ones I tossed out because juices would get everywhere and be one more step while cooking. She asked why I couldn't take it to the garbage chute down the hall and I told her that I didn't want to leave my actively cooking food for risk of hazards or ruined food. I also, again, didn't want to waste any bags. She offered the idea of a small trash receptacle under the sink that we routinely take out, but I reminded her of the bag usage I was trying to avoid and mentioned that using that method would result in a lot of bacterial transfer with the cupboard and receptacle itself slash space around it. I also mentioned that it would be impractical and inconvenient to have one more step such as that, even with a schedule. In my opinion, using the sink and cleaning it is the easiest method. Also note that I'm the one who primarily and regularly cleans the sink regardless of chicken disposal. I also take apart the components and clean those too. I checked with one of our other roommates and she said she's not bothered by me tossing my chicken scraps in there and she hasn't noticed slash been bothered by the smell. I'm still waiting to ask the fourth roommate when I get a chance. Am I the asshole? Yeah. Yeah, right? That's what I thought. Now... (sighs) Are the other people assholes for not washing their damn dishes for sure. two days? Yeah, absolutely. If you live with four other people that aren't, I mean, even if they're your significant other, but like, like Matt washes the dishes in our household mm-hmm. because I do all the cooking for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, does that mean that I, I can't possibly wash something if I need it? No. Does that mean that he usually washes the dishes so that I can cook dinner? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's a day or two because like if I come home from a 12 hour day, I'm not necessarily going to cook or I'll make something easy that you don't need to wash the dishes for. That part, you know, the other person is kind of inconsiderate for doing Mm -hmm. that. 
Why are you leaving raw chicken in, in there? It's disgusting. Put it in a bag. How much does that bag cost oh, you? She's sense? really upset about the bag usage. See, I got male vibes from that, but... Oh, I guess they don't specify. They don't. They don't. And I was like, this is a dude. It could be. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was. And I was like... Raw chicken. I don't understand why That's we a can't terrible just... idea. Didn't you get... And I know he said that he had used, like, the bags that he got from the grocery store to bag up, like, the chicken, like, the little trays that they come in. But... Maybe in the future just wait till you're done cooking before you toss stuff out. Or, like, also, you're worried about bag usage. Everywhere has self-checkout now. So take an extra bag. Yeah. We do it. We used to do it, like, when... Now we have so many bags, like, because I'm usually pretty conscious about how many bags I use because I don't like all that waste. So I will reuse all the bags that we have and most of the time I use them to like scoop the cat litter yeah, you know so like I do need to have those sometimes actually right now the ones I'm using are biodegradable but we don't need to talk about our environmental agenda I've done that where I've taken like an extra bag mm-hmm. from the uh self-checkout because I needed it because I'm like I need to scoop the cat litter or whatever yeah, but it doesn't you know? even have to like I don't know I just feel like there's is there nothing that you're already going to toss like could you flush it down the toilet like I feel like that's a thought. I don't know. I would never think to flush a piece of chicken down the toilet. I also have a septic tank, so. Well, it's small. It's, they said it was a two-inch diameter, so yeah. it's not a very big piece it's of chicken. It's not very big. But, like, you, sh- it doesn't need to be sitting in the sink for days on end. No. It's definitely going to smell. It's going to, like, attract bugs and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's rotting flesh. Yeah. Exactly what it is. I mean, it's rotting flesh. Like, yeah, it's gross. gross. <laughs> yeah, I don't... And I also don't understand why you can't run the garbage disposal with the dishes in the sink. I've yeah, done like it maybe... many a time at my parents' house. Yeah, you, you can. You literally can, like, push things to the side. I mean, how many dishes were in there? Well, because I, one of my roommates, my first roommate, we got to a point where we were just doing our own dishes. Yeah. And I couldn't do my dishes because of all of her dishes. So, we had, like, we came up with, like, a tub system, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Like, her dishes went into a tub next to the sink, and then... I just would rinse mine in the sink so that the sink was never full. Yeah. And you would wash yours immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And because I just didn't use as many. She cooked a lot. I didn't cook a whole lot. Um, Yeah. It sounds like the roommate was trying to develop a system around this, similarly to, like, what you were. It's like, why are you just bringing problems and no solutions, bro? Like, there's no reason why... I don't know. It's the bag usage for me. He shut down everything. Because of bag usage. And I'm sorry, but how broke are you? Just put it down the garbage disposal. I don't... Yeah. Like, okay, do the dishes. That's fine. If not, get a tub that dishes can live in, and so you can have free garbage disposal. Or just be more... Like, is this a chronic issue? Like, you're constantly... It sounds like it. Like, constantly throwing raw chicken in the sink? Come up with a better system. Yeah, like, plan ahead, maybe. If you know that this is something you're doing frequently, don't throw the containers away right away until you're done. Throw it... And what... Why is there a two-inch diameter piece of chicken in the sink? What Wasteful. Was, what was wrong with that piece of chicken? Right. I don't know. Anyway, it's I thought he was a jerk. Yeah. And I'm going, and, and I think it was a male, too. But it could be a I female. Could be. I just, I, because the roommate was a female, right? Yeah. I just kind of assumed they all were. But that is, yeah. wasn't, not, not, not necessarily true. I couldn't live with three other women. I'd die. I don't know. I've Four roommates been... in one room? I can't even deal with, I couldn't even deal with one. I don't know. We, we work with all women. Yeah, but you can leave them. You don't yes. have to go home with them. You don't lived, have to deal with all their bad I've habits. I've lived with women. 
My two former... You don't... Okay, well, I live with a man now. <laughs> but my two former roommates yeah. were both women. Yeah, see, I've never had a roommate One of which I, I went to school with, worked with, and lived with. So we saw each other. Yeah. I never had a roommate that Shout I was... Shout out to Mary. You're the best. Whoop, whoop, Mary. I think I'd be friends with Mary. I think you would, too. Mary's I, great. I've never had a roommate that wasn't my significant other. And I kind of, like, feel like I missed out on that a little bit, but at the same time, I know myself, and I know that it would ruin a friendship. So I would either have to be someone I didn't know well, which is a gamble, or it would have to be someone that I'm really close with and that I trust, which could ruin a friendship, because you don't know until you live with someone. Like, even my very best friend in the whole wide world, Amy, we would have a hard time if we lived together for, like, an extended period of time, because, like, we... I mean, we're mature adults now, but there's still plenty of things that, like, we disagree on and, like, you know, I'm I'm messier than her in some ways and mm-hmm. there are some of, like, I'm sure some things that she does that would end up bothering me. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but that's because I don't live with her. Right. I stayed at her house for a week when we were in high school and we got into an argument and she threw all my shit out the window. Mm-hmm. And this is my best friend in the yeah, whole world. We've been friends longer than we haven't. Like, we've been mm-hmm. friends for, like, 20 years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. My first roommate, we were really good friends when we moved in together. And we're pretty, like, we're really close while we lived with each other until the end. Mm-hmm. Until a series of unfortunate events. In which case, we're not really friends anymore. Mm-hmm. But more had to do with it, with things that are not super relevant right now. Um, then actually had to do with how we coexisted with each other. Yeah. Because luckily, I've been lucky that both of my roommates, we had pretty good balance of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Mary and I, I feel like knew each other the perfect amount before we moved in together. And then ended up just being really good friends. But it is a gamble and it offers, mm-hmm. it's, it offers a specific set of challenges. Mm-hmm. Now luckily, I'm pretty easygoing individual and if you just tell me what your preference is, I will usually accommodate to that preference. If it's not something I care about. Mm-hmm. And most things I don't care about. So if you want the spatula over here, whatever. If you want the bathroom arranged like this, whatever. That yeah. was a big deal to me. But. I think you and I would do well in that. Because I'm pretty specific and intentional with how yeah. like things are organized and stuff like that. And if you don't care, that's great. And I, I think that we care. balance each other out pretty well. Mm-hmm. But I, I just haven't had good experiences with it. Like even in my no, first it's apartment. Risky. It's just risky. There's just things you don't know until you know it is like the raw chicken thing yeah (laughs) and even like in my first apartment it was a two-family house and so there's an apartment downstairs too and i was friends with the couple that lived down there Mm -hmm. before we moved in that's how we ended up finding out that the apartment was open and they wanted people that weren't crazy to live upstairs and i bet now if you ask her she probably thinks i'm freaking crazy because we had a falling out and i wasn't in the best place in my life i will admit and so like i've grown and matured a lot since then and i know that a lot of the things like it was it was, everybody was the asshole in that situation, mm-hmm. and we both were very stubborn and didn't have any give, and we decided when we first moved in to share, to make the areas that were supposed to be split up, communal areas and things like that, mm-hmm. and it just ended up resulting in um, just a bad situation for both of us and just a volatile relationship, and now we're not friends anymore. Yeah. And I'm just like, imagine it's if we had been actual roommates. Yeah. Because we worked together, and we balanced each other out extremely well. The things that I hated to do, she loved to do, and vice versa. And we did great as co-workers. But living together, those so differences game, made it completely... Like, and we didn't even live together. It was two separate apartments. Mm-hmm. We could completely separate if we needed to. And we just... We went about it wrong, and I know that I was disagreeable as well, but I can't imagine. I just couldn't imagine having... I'm glad that I never did, because 
I was a lot, I was a jerk when I was younger and stubborn more so than I am now. I didn't have a lot of the problem solving and communication skills that I have as an adult now. But yeah. Some of those things come with time. Yeah, and I'm still working it's on risky. it. It's so. risky. I'm lucky that I still adore Mary. And yeah. when we parted ways because I got married and she moved elsewhere, we still miss each other a lot. And she would, she, I, I guess I'm a little bit more on the messier side. Yeah. And she, I love Mary because she was always very honest with me. And if she had a problem with me, she would tell me. Which I'd 100% prefer to you being pissed about something and not saying it until you're so angry you can't contain it anymore. Yeah, or being passive-aggressive constantly. Yes, which I had dealt with before. Um, so Mary would just tell me, but after she moved out, she, she texted me and she was like, I thought that I would really enjoy, like, you know, not having to, like, kind of your not miss your messiness. She's like, I didn't think I would miss your messiness and I would have a nice... Like, clean apartment that only my messes I had to clean up. She's like, but I miss you really bad and I would take your messes back or something like that. Aww. Like, so I miss you too, Parntar. Um, Parntar. It's really sweet. Parntar. Yep. Love myself some Parntar. But, uh, yeah, I was lucky that I I had mostly good experiences with my roommates. But it, it is, it's a challenge. Yeah. It, which, yeah, it's, it's something. Hopefully I'll never be in that situation because yeah. I love my living situation Well, right especially, now. like, for me, homeschooled, only child, lived in the middle of nowhere, grew yeah, up mostly by myself. Yeah, I can't believe you survived that, um, having a roommate. Yeah, so moving in with someone, having, like, spent most of my time in my own space was interesting for sure. Yeah. But you always, I feel like you were probably born more mature than I even well, am you now, know, I didn't, so. <laughs> I didn't have friends my own age. I yeah. hung out with mostly, like, Either family members or people older than me. Mm-hmm. So I think that I just aged quicker than most. It's fair. And I spent a say. lot of time with my grandparents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I aged quicker than most, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't find out about emotional maturity for longer than I probably should have. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I didn't I didn't have good coping skills, but that's, no. you know, nobody needs to know about my, immersion, my trauma, you know? <laughs> we all got it. Yeah. Alright. My turn. Okay? Right? Yeah. 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 Alright, so this one is, am I the asshole for making my cousin's dog an Instagram account? I'm getting divided opinion on this. Some people don't care and see it as harmless, but some are telling me that I'm weird and kind of an a-hole for doing it. My 17 male cousin, Kenny 20 male, has a boxer dog called Gracie. She's a cutie pie and loves everyone. She's the chillest, most docile dog ever. I used to think Boxer dogs are scary, but nah, this dog is amazing. I'm not allowed animals in my house, so I often go over to my cousin's house to play with her. Cousin lives nearby, and we are close. We are a close-knit family, so everyone goes over to each other's houses all the time. Kenny has never minded it, and is in fact more than happy to have me there because I house it for free when he goes out of goes out with friends or on date nights. I take a lot of pictures of Gracie and send them to Kenny or on the family group chat. I had an idea last year while going through my phone and seeing literally hundreds of photos of Gracie that I should make an Instagram account. I did and have been posting photos and reels on it. It has like 550 followers and is not even monetized. Kenny found out about the account through a friend who came across a reel which went mildly viral and recognized Gracie. Well, Kenny texted me several long paragraphs saying I did not ask his permission and I'm basically exploiting his dog for clout and broke his trust. Um, how am I being exploitive? 
I don't even make any money off the page. And besides, with how much I dog sit for him, that dog is kind of mine as well and loves me more than him because she cries when I leave and doesn't even care when Kenny leaves. I didn't want to escalate the matter, so I told him... Oh, you didn't? Didn't want to escalate the matter. So I told him that I'll share the account password with him and we can jointly run it, but nah, he's not even listening and wants me to delete it. I don't think it's fair for him to ask me to delete it. I've never even asked him for money while helping him out and it's just an Instagram account, so what's the big deal? My parents want me to delete it and so do some of my other cousins, but I reached out to Kenny's parents and they don't even care and said they'll talk to Kenny. He didn't listen to them as far as I know. Am I being unreasonable or exploitive? He says ex- exploitative. I don't mm. think that's incorrect. It's, I think that is incorrect. I believe it's exploitive. It is. Um, it's just a small, irrelevant account. And then there's an edit saying, I've apologized to Kenny and will delete the account within a few hours. Second edit. Account has been deleted. Yeah. Because you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I hate this person. <laughs> I hate this person. He's 17. Okay. Less hate. Yes. I don't care. I don't like, actually, yeah, I don't can like you. Can you imagine, like, if I house sat for Moose, hmm. and I took a bunch of pictures of Moose, and I was like, I just want to start an account, and then you stumble across an Right, Instagram. you didn't even tell me. Yeah, yeah. didn't even tell you. I stumbled across, you stumble across an Instagram full of photos of Moose that has 550 followers. That's more followers than I have on my personal Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I love my friend's pets. Let me Mm -hmm. start with that. I love my friend's pets. I even have photos of some of them, especially like Savannah's hound dogs. I have a lot of pictures of them. Hundreds? Nay, nay. I do not have hundreds of photos of any dogs but my own. Okay. Literally hundreds of photos. That is too many. This is concerning to me. I don't even have have that many pictures of mine. I don't know. Oh, I do. I might of Mia, but. It's going to end up like the sister know, that stole hundreds? the cat. She's going to steal this dog, it he's sounds gonna, like. Yeah, he's going to steal the dog. Doesn't even like Kenny. Likes me better. Yeah. No. You, this I was. This never house-sitting again. Yeah. I'm guessing I was Kenny. like, okay, I'm you should have, first of all. He doesn't even say his name. Kenny's the cousin, but. First of all, oh, it's a cousin. Yeah. First of all, you should have said. <sighs> you should have told him when you, or asked, like, hey, like, mm-hmm. do you mind? Like, I have a whole bunch of pictures of your dog, and, like, I feel well, like the world would love her. And it's one thing to, like, if he posted pictures on his personal account of her while he was spending time with her. Like, I've house sat for, like, my mom's yeah. um, best friend. I house sat for her quite frequently, and she had a dog and a cat, and I spent a lot of time with them, and occasionally I would post pictures on Facebook or sure. while I was house sitting because I was there spending time with that animal, and that was part of my life at the time. And that's totally different, and I would love to see it. Like, if yeah. you were house sitting for Moose and you posted, like, oh, like, look this little guy, I'd be like, no, my little boop. Like, I love yeah. him. But... A whole account. Dedicated. And because it's you, I don't think I would be as mad, but I'd be like, I don't know. I think it would be weird. I think it would be really weird. I don't know. It would be very weird. This person's definitely the, the asshole in this situation. Mm, that they was They should determined. have yeah. told them, and I'm glad they deleted the account. I <clears throat> To go so far as to say that the dog likes you better is really shitty, and... Mm-hmm. That is where I would be like, okay, you want to go? Because my dog don't like anybody, but nobody would say that my dog likes them better than they like me because he doesn't. He doesn't like anyone more than he likes me, and he never will, and I that's why I love him so much, probably. But the other two would go home with just about anyone. Yeah. Dog meat would instantly regret it. Newt would just start a new life without me, so. He wouldn't even, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, no qualms. Okay. Yeah. Now Nova's pretty cute. She is. I could see. But it would still be. I Even me, and I'm like pretty laid back, don't super care. I would be like, that's weird. Why would you do that? It is weird. I also... Nova... See, Nova and Moose aren't at risk of being stolen either. No. Like, not that I'm saying that people are going to see this Instagram account and steal this person's dog. It sounds like the cousin... Might. Might yeah. would. Um, Nova and Moose both will probably bite somebody that tried to steal them. Because, say, like, Nova Might. would have to be probably near a fenced-in yard outside mm-hmm. for somebody to steal her. And nobody's going to be able to lift her over that fence. Because otherwise, she's not out of your sight ever. Nope. Moose... Would bite someone just for existing, so there's no reason. Yeah, why. Nova's like oddly selective. She yeah. could be super friendly, or she could be pretty standoffish. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I have had so many people stop me, like stop, I know. and say things about her, like how beautiful she is, or where they could <laughs> so get one. And I'm like, this genetic hot mess of a land hippo, you don't want it. Trust me. She's lucky she can walk. Trust me. Her oh. hips ain't hippin'. Her brain ain't brainin'. Like, no. you don't want her or anything close to her. No. Trust me. But she's a sweet baby. I love her to pieces, but you don't want one. <laughs> Believe me. All right. So, our second to last segment is Here's the Thing. And... I stumbled upon this on TikTok, and I hate it. Okay. Human composting. So I'm going to, like, take the human bodies, like, the corpses, and turn them into, like, tree pods? No. Oh, okay. What is it, then? Human composting is the gentle transformation of a body into soil. Yes, I did see this. I don't like it. I don't like the idea of it. They place each body into a stainless steel vessel along with wood chips, alfalfa, and straw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Microbes that naturally occur on the plant material and on, on and in our bodies power the transformation into soil. Over the next four to seven weeks, the body inside the vessel breaks down thanks to natural decomposition. The soil is then removed from the vessel, screened for non-organic items such as hip implants, and allowed to dry and cure for an additional two to six weeks. Once the soil is complete, the soil can be used on trees and plants or donated to conservation efforts. Each body creates about one cubic yard of soil amendment. I hate everything about that. <laughs> At least starts fishing out the hip and plants I mean, and the pacemakers. I get it that it probably would bring some people a lot more peace knowing that they were going to become part of the earth after passing than, you know, cremated or buried in the ground. But... I don't like that at all. Not at all. I want to know where all these people have been poured. Because are we stepping on them? You don't know. You don't know because they're soil. And like, is there no risk of diseases being transmitted? Um, here's a kind of an answer to that question. Because okay. I'm on Recomposes uh, Frequently Asked Questions page. So, um, this question is, is there anyone who isn't eligible for human composting? The process of natural organic reduction destroys most harmful pathogens. There are three rare diseases that disqualify a body from undergoing human composting. Ebola, prion diseases such as Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, don't know that one, and tuberculosis. Monitoring for these diseases is the responsibility of hospitals and medical examiners, so they won't know. Patients who have received radiation seed implants within 30 days of death are also not eligible 
in most cases. For patients who have received radiation seed implants within 30 days of death, the treated organ must be removed before they are eligible for human composting. I feel like <laughs> I feel like calling I don't know human composting. I'm just I don't. <laughs> well, like there's it. other names for it. So oh no. Um, human composting is also called natural organic reduction, recomposting, terramation, or recomposition. Those are all better than human composting. <laughs> yeah. So why do we lead with human composting? I don't know. I don't know. And they have like a lot of information about the financial and environmental impact of like cremation and burial and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i don't i saw it was like on tiktok and it was like somebody and they were churning up the content it It was the like the parents or that posted they were like oh it's such and such amount of weeks until his final wishes will be lived out i feel like i saw the same tiktok and i was horrified and quickly moved on (laughs) yeah i didn't clearly i did some research about it it's uh, Y'all, this is going to be a long episode. It is, and I apologize, but I, I can't help my feelings about this. Um, well, we haven't even gotten to mine. You're right. And I don't know if there's anything else you want. They said that they don't do composting on pets, by the way. And there was one other thing that I wanted to touch on, and it was concerning what happens to the teeth. And... I haven't read it yet, so we're going to learn about this together. They don't fully break down due to their mineral composition. So equipment is needed to reduce the bones. At least they reduce them. Can you imagine the horror of, like, you know, planting in your garden and, like, just a human tooth? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. I'd pick a different plot. (laughs) I'd probably call the cops, to be honest. Or I might dig a little more than call the cops. Because what else is under there? Yeah. Yeah. So they break down the, the bones in the teeth when the, the soil is removed from the, the recomposed vessel. Um, I don't like that. I don't like that. No. And uh, just going to end it on this fun fact that the pH range of recomposed compost is usually between 6.5 and 7, which is ideal for most plants. So there you go. <laughs> I don't want to plant anything in there. <laughs> I don't want any of it. I know. Like, do you... Let's grow some corn on Jeremy. Like... <laughs> Do they have to get, like, permission before they spread this compost somewhere? Or? I'm sure they don't. How are they going to know? So How like, are you going to know? Can just be thrown it in, like, public places? Watch. Now this... We don't really have time for a story, but this reminds me of a story <laughs> okay. that I feel like I've told you. I used to, we used to go down to a friend's lake house every uh-huh. July 4th. Okay? So they have uh, their own little dock and a little alcove, whatever. And we were, me and some of my friends were swimming in the water mm-hmm. at our little dock. And the docks to either side of us were, there was no one ever there. Like, mm-hmm. whenever we were down there for July 4th, there was no one at these two docks. So we pretty much had the cove to ourselves. There were some people farther out to the entrance of it that were there. But for the most part, we had our little end to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we're all swimming. And this random boat pulls up to the dock to the right never seen anybody there before and this boat kind of pulls up and docks at that dock and there's like three people on it and they're talking to each other they're talking about a man named bob pretty sure his name was bob um talking about (laughs) memories of him and all this stuff and we're in the water probably (laughs) 20 plus feet away okay but that's still pretty close yeah it's pretty close okay so we're swimming in the water and they're talking about bob then they start sprinkling something into the water 
Okay. They're sprinkling it. Yeah. And we're like, what are they doing? It's Bob. It's freaking Bob. Okay. They say nothing to us. We're all swimming and we see them pouring this into the water and it's like coating on the surface of the water. Yep. It's not like mixing into the water. It is on the surface of the water. I don't know this story. This is hilarious. There's, it's like on the surface of the water. And I'm like, what are they doing? And then it, it dawns on us what's happening. They eventually leave. And we're like still in the water because we I guess we haven't made it there yet. And it's not spreading to us super fast. But we're like, what is happening? And we like all kind of realize in semi-unison horror that there are ashes on the top of this water coming to us. Like where we're swimming. Oh. Like this this happened to me in real life. I can't believe it. Still sounds fake. Now, no, I don't think uh, it sounds they, fake. Like, they never said anything to us. Like, they kind of, like, threw general, like, glances in our direction. I think there was, like, a little wave exchange, like, when they first got there. It didn't dawn on you to mention to the people swimming in the water. Like, hey, maybe you want to get out of the water because Bob's coming your way. So we all, like, got out, obviously, as soon Clearly. as we realized it. We all skedaddled out of there. And we came back hours later, and there was still, like, this slight film in the area like, I guess we're not swimming tonight. We'll see what it looks like tomorrow. What did it look like tomorrow? It was clear, but, like, you're still a little freaked out. But that was wild. Who does that? I don't know. Spreading of the ashes, like, in a person's favorite place, like, it happens all the time. And I'm sure, like, we don't even know all the instances in which it happens. Sure. To do it when people are swimming. Swimming. Upstream. Downstream, actually. No. It was terrible. You're rude. Yeah. I mean, it blew our mind that they They never... They interrupted our memorial. They never said anything to us. And I guess I guess Bob had lived in that lake house or whatever, and that's where they wanted to spread his ashes. And I was like, maybe mention to the people swimming next to you. I'm really glad that you didn't ingest any Bob. That I know of. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> that I know hey, of. Hey, he's a part of you forever. He lives on. Yeah. God. Oh, my Lord. Your turn. All right, so this is not something I'm necessarily angry at. I just doesn't super make sense to me okay okay have you ever heard of rock paper scissor competitions no okay they there are legitimate competitions for rock paper scissors they have been televised on espn i have seen them and it is about what you imagine on espn like it's a sport yes okay and this is their um their website it's compete as a professional athlete <laughs> really? We love rock, paper, scissor tournaments. We love the competition, and most of all, we love the opportunity to become a champion. Are there Found pictures out... of people? I want to see these. Not fuckers. really, but there's online championship, United States championship, European championship. And this it is says a worldwide about phenomenon. professional rock, paper, scissor tournaments for professional athletes of RPS. That's the oh, abbreviation okay. for rock, paper, scissors. I see. Um, the World Rock, Paper, Scissors Association is the only place for championship level rock, paper, scissor tournaments. Currently comprising of the annual Canadian, European, and United States National Championships, along with the World Rock, Paper, Scissors Championships. And it, it, uh, so it just says they kind of have a referee, player on each side of the table, simple rules that normal rock, paper, scissors rules... Rocks beat scissors, scissors beat paper, paper beats rock, okay? I got it. 
<laughs> then it shows, it says, for those fresh to the game, the solitary worthy tosses are rock, papers, and scissors. Any utilization, okay, now I'm about to list some other unapproved, um, like you can't do these things. Do I know what they are? No. Didn't okay. get that far. <laughs> Any utilization of dynamite, bird, well, Spock, water, match, fire, god, lightning, bomb, Texas longhorn, or any other non-authorized tosses can bring permanent elimination from the grounds. What? I, I feel like it's going to take a long time, but I want to look up what those things are. God. God. Players are permitted the ability to confuse their opponents with announcing or giving a hint about their next move with taunts and costumes. And Steven said he saw, like, he has seen it on ESPN, and I have as well, seen it televised. And he had heard someone talk about, like, their tactic for playing this game, their strategy for playing rock, paper, scissors. And they used, like, subliminal messaging. They would try and uh, work the word rock or paper, scissor, whatever they wanted their opponent to throw into conversation. Wow. So that the opponent would kind of subliminal messaging subconsciously throw that thing wouldn't want to be that person's wife and um <laughs> Jeez. I'll keep it semi-brief just how manipulative this is uh, this you could really you could really go off on this you could um, how much money can you make because i was going to do research about different strategies for yeah. rock paper scissors but I, I do not know what all of these other throws what whatever they call tosses Toss. they call them excuse tosses. me yeah yeah i don't know what they what they all are there's so many of them bird yeah, dynamite, bird, well, Spock, water, match, fire, god, lightning, bomb, Texas longhorn, or any other non-authorized tosses. They all pretty much just sound like you win to me. Maybe. Like dynamite. You're going to blow maybe, up whatever. Are there like maybe vague, vague tosses that you can change at the last minute or something? I have no idea. This is... Uh, what is the world coming to? It says... Because it said... um. You know what else is a sport now? Slapping each other in the face. I've seen that as well. Yeah. Okay. Because it said somewhere in here, become a professional athlete that doesn't require you to like go to the gym, get up early, restrict your diet, and you can still be a professional athlete. I feel like the word athlete is a little it's generous a stretch. for rock, yeah. paper, scissors. But that's, they, they really, they put the word athlete all over, all over the place. Okay. So it's not the kind of athlete I want to be. If anybody's interested, you can go to wrpsa.com <laughs> to get the history of rock paper scissors, <laughs> more information about competitions, and how to become a professional athlete. I bet everyone's ju- like just so, tripping over each other trying to they also research have the that. official rules of rock paper scissors. <laughs> they have some um, picture like diagrams on how you throw each toss each one of them, and just a whole bunch of. Uh, do you not just make your hand in that configuration and you're done? Well, they Hi, show paper. you how to do rock. the rock. They do the paper sideways. Why? I don't know. Okay. And it it has a visual depiction of each each throw and a description of each throw. Like what it should look like but exactly. It's, it's rock, paper, and scissors. So. Yeah, well, yeah. That's I think we've got it. didn't uh, break down all of the other unauthorized options okay there you go how'd you find this i saw it one day and when i was just trying to come up with some content that was different yeah and i told you i've been struggling with here's the thing a little bit yeah um i was like yeah rock paper scissor competition that's 
interesting. That's odd. Mm-hmm. Let's expound on that. And a lot of people don't know it's a real thing, and it it is a very real thing. Yeah, that's true. So there you go. All right. If anybody would like to become a professional athlete without having to do any of the physical work, rock paper scissors is for you. Can you. Do this. Yep. Okay. There it is. The songs of our time for 1999. All right. So uh, mine is Leave Me Alone by NF. I don't know if you've ever heard of NF. He is a rapper. He is Christian, but it's... <laughs> he didn't well, sound no, confident. He, he is, but it's not like <laughs> all of his raps are like just about religion. Sure. It's about like his trauma and things he's been through and... He's phenomenal. And okay. honestly, it was really, really, really hard for me to pick one song. Okay. It would have been easier for me to list off the five songs I don't like than it would be to list off the 35 or whatever that I really, really, really enjoy. I've seen him live with my two best friends, Allison and Stephanie. We were able to go together to a kind of small concert he had. And I just really enjoy everything he does honestly he has really good music videos everything he does is really deep if you're looking for just shallow whateverness this is not him sure but i love i love all of his content okay it's fantastic so let's check it out it's just capital n capital f it stands for nathan fierstein i think so his actual name is not very cool fierstein it sounds jewish well, he's Christian. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess he could but, be born Jewish. Um, and then yeah, he had like kind of a traumatic childhood. Man. And so a lot of this is just like from his his hard, dark journey and some okay. of his trauma. And he's just like so vulnerable, authentic, and just like raw that I love all of his music. I like stuff like that, so I'll have to listen to it. Tyler Childers and Noah Connor are the only two people that you've said that I've known so far. So this has been really awesome for me to find out some new music i picked i picked the song tequila by the champs okay <laughs> which is a very shallow song <laughs> with only one word in the whole thing <laughs> yes and i picked this song because it just makes me really happy like yeah. you can probably tell in the inflection of my voice and how i look right now that I, it just makes me really happy. And it is a happy song. So you know I love to go to the car wash. Mm-hmm. I have a car wash membership. <laughs> I love to go to the car wash, the one that you drive through and all the suds go around and the little beaters hit your car. I love mm-hmm. it. And Moose actually really likes it too now. The only thing he doesn't like is when the man sprays off the car in the beginning. He loses Fair his enough. mind and barks at him. But he likes to go and look through all the different windows at like mm-hmm. what's going on in the car wash. So we like to go. And this song is exactly to the second the length of the car wash from start to finish and so i play it in the car wash and i didn't realize until like the first it came on like by accident i was like Mm -hmm. oh it's a good car wash song all the lights go it's a pretty cool car wash it's like you're clubbing except i'm old and weird so (laughs) i'm just sitting in there like tequila (laughs) going through the car wash and it just makes me happy and so that's why i picked it i like it Thank Those you. are two very uh, polar opposites. <laughs> yes, they are. But that's why we're here, man. That is why we're here. So, yeah, we're going to be done with this one now. 